Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey everyone, welcome to My Millennial Money Express. I'm Glenn James. Today, I'm joined by a friend of the podcast, James Millard. Hey James, how are you? Glenn, I'm well, thank you. We're talking about ways to save money. Before we get into that little chat, I want to remind you, I've got a podcast called My Millennial Business. It's almost like this podcast, it's short form, it's to the point, it's for the small business owner, it's for the aspiring business owner, and it's even for those who are like, I would like to be in business one day not sure when, not sure how, it will give you the encouragement and the tips that you need to maybe pencil that in into your future. So, James, we've got some tips on how to save money. It's not a comprehensive and complete list, but it's possibly a way that will encourage one person to change one thing. Yep, absolutely. So, we've got three tips each. We're going to ping, we're going to pong, and we're going to see if there's any overlay. We haven't kind of shared these tips with each other. We've had Nathan in the studio check that they're kind of different. So, because I like to be surprised on the spot and authentic for discussion points. That's important. It is. I agree. So, what's your first tip? My first tip is spend on value, but save on crap. And what I mean by that, now, there's a really good quote actually from Ramit Sethi in the States who he, he says, save mercilessly on things that don't matter to you. Don't spend a cent if you can avoid it. And the ultimate goal then is to be able to spend 10x on all the things that do or the few things that really get you going. Now, that's a bit of a lofty goal for most people, me included, but I guess the idea is figure out what actually matters, spend on that. Go hard on that, but don't spend on the stuff that isn't important. Because we've all got spending in our life. There's whatever you earn, whatever you save, whatever you give, there's always an element of spending in our life. And my spending compared to your spending, it's different and there's different values and it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It matters to you what you spend your money on. So, I guess when I look at what you're saying, it's almost that intentionality. With your spending. You're you're making a conscious decision up front. Yeah. And and then go for it. Don't and, and give yourself permission to spend. And that's the the one gripe I've always got with the the whole frugal movement is that idea of saving and saving and saving and saving. You've gotta you've gotta have fun. Yeah. My first point uh, around this like how to save thing, it kind of dovetails to your point, and that is First and foremost, you've got to stop overspending. And I'm not talking about what you're talking about, James, in terms of only spend on values and cut out the fat and the chaff. I'm talking about clinical first step. If you're new to this podcast, if you're new to the money world, Mm -hmm. I don't care if you go two months without saving a cent and you just focus on not spending more than what you earn. Yep. 
And it's got to be the first rule, right? Yeah. So straight up clinical. And a lot of people wonder why their money's going around in circle. I put money into my savings account, then the credit card bill, then I take it out and it's this washing machine of money and I can't just save money. Well, because we do a wash up, you're probably overspending, particularly if you're using the you know, the after pays and the zip pays and the credit and you you don't have a, a really strong uh, money constitution in your life. Yeah, agree. And I think, I mean, at the risk of using another tip up and I'm not going to be doing that, but- But you'll you, slip it in. <laughs> you, you're right. It's a system, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Yeah. So, second tip, James. Second tip is having a goal. Right. So- I mean, I think, you know, we've talked about this a lot, but if you, in, in different episodes and, and it's how we model our entire business is you can't, you can't make big money decisions. Nothing works if you don't have anything to, in, anything to work towards. Mm. I've, I mean, I know you would have seen this to do. Like in 13 or 14 years financial planning, financial plans fall apart all the time because they're not linked to anything that matters. Mm. So if you get the goal, the the dream, the outcome, whatever it is that you're working towards, be specific when it's about these, you know, very, I guess, uh, have a narrow focus when it comes to if you want to save something, get get what's the most important thing. If you're not, if you're struggling to save and you're listening to this and you're trying to figure out how do I get off the ground, get really clear on something that you need to put money towards and then have that as the driver to make it work. Yeah, totally agree. And I guess my second point, and obviously, Nathan hasn't read this 100% clear because it's... <laughs> sorry, through Nathan on the bus there. Um, my second point was also like set a very clear goal. So, I won't use that as my second point, but I'll kind of pivot that and go a little bit further. I want you to actually... So, as an example, someone might be, I, I can't save money. I need a goal. Okay, I want to buy a house. I want to buy a car. Awesome. That's a good goal. But if you're not in this habit of saving, I want you to pick a goal that's low-hanging fruit. So, I'm talking about I want to save up $400 and spoil myself with a sweet pair of shoes. I want to spend up X amount and do this. So, very short-term goal, very small but fun and powerful. And then I want you to practice trade-offs. So, when you're at the shop counter, when you're whatever, this is $20, okay, trade-off. Do I want to try and practice and go, no, I don't want this yo-yo that lights up for $20. I'm going to put that $20 towards my goal. We need to practice. For sure. So, just turning your tip up a little bit there. Well, yeah, I mean, you've built on it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you set them up, I'll knock them down. And and then, you know, as far as that goal goes, yeah, you're right. And, it, and if it is a big goal, when you do graduate to that point, I mean, firstly, reward yourself with whatever that is. And if it's the goal that you reached, if you reached a financial goal and you're not, you're not celebrating that in any other way than just being, well, give someone a high five, I don't know, whatever you do, tequila shots work for us sometimes, then... If it is a big financial goal, break it down because if it's three years until you get the property deposit together, for example, you know, set some set some shorter term targets before Christmas, I'm going to put this much away. And I think like a lot of the stuff that we see online and I've written blogs on it before and done all that stuff, I reckon 
maybe 80 to 90% of this saving money thing is not external factors. And I'm glad you asked me, James, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean- it's said it with my eyes, didn't I? Yeah, you did. It's more conquering that person in the mirror. So, how can I be more intentional? How can I be more responsible? How can I take control? Like, sure, given we need to review our budget, review our spending, are we paying too much on the phone bill? Are we paying like all Mm. that fun, Mm. you know, low-hanging fruit to kind of get money? But my whole mindset is if we can control the person that we live with 25-8 every day, we'll have the best shot of achieving a goal and we'll have the best shot of saving money. And is that control though? Because just saying that you're going to do it and and telling yourself over and over doesn't necessarily work, right? So the idea is, I mean, are you saying you need to set yourself up in a way that you can't mess it up? I think it's more getting into this habit mm. that I don't, because uh, we always bl- we always blow money on crap. I'm the first to admit that, but it's not a weekly occurrence. I, you might have the odd blowout, awesome, whatever, yeah, life cool. happens. Fine. But I think it's that working on your own personal money constitution and this is kind of what I'm aiming for and that is I have a goal at all times. Yeah. I have trade-offs in mind at all times when I'm purchasing, particularly frivolous stuff. Yeah, I and have you're spending in line with everything that matters and nothing yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, because there's like it's, it's input and output in terms of our money, what's coming in and what's going out and trying to lock away in the middle money for the future, money for a goal, money for a, li- uh, for sure. a lifestyle thing. So, all that to say, do you have a third point? Yeah, super simple and really boring, but you've got to get out of your own way by automating it. Right. Get out of your own way. Don't, don't leave it to chance. Set it up up front the day you get paid. Make sure the day after the money's going straight out to wherever it's going. Um, and so have your separate savings account uh, for whatever it is. Out of sight, out of mind. For sure. And, and automatically, every single time it comes in, go. Uh, whether it's the 100 bucks a fortnight or whatever it might be, it's gone. Everything else is taken care of as well. Mm. Um, and, you know, the greater idea, the spending plan is is that, right? Having... It all set up so it works, but at, at its absolute core, if it's one goal and you're just trying to figure it out, how much is it going to cost you? Break it down to a per pay amount, and then automatic automatically through net banking, obviously, mm. send it. Yeah, and I'm always surprised with the testimonies we get that for people who have done the Glen James spending plan. Oh, hey, in the last eight months, we saved twenty grand, and it's just like, oh my goodness. It's mind-blowing that when we're just drifting out there and not living intentionally and not having that goal, not having that automation, it's just wild how the savings can actually take care of itself. Mm, For sure. Mm. Does that bring you to your third point, Glenn? It does, James, and I'm glad you asked me. Uh, Within all this, my tip is just take all that pressure off yourself. Give yourself a break. And it swings back around to that if you aren't saving money at the moment or you're really bad with saving money, your first step in the journey might be, I need to go one week without using my credit card. I need to go one week without 
overdoing it. I need to go one week and I'm just withdrawing $200 cash just to live off. You need to give yourself a break, particularly those who are new to trying to do this money thing right because there's, we just have to give ourselves a break, no pressure. We are going to stuff up. The amount of crap that I've purchased over the years and I shouldn't have and I could have saved that money, that's awesome. But those kind of events happen less and less and less Yeah, because I'm working on this money constitution that I've got. And I think to extend on your point a little oh, bit, just a little bit. You're welcome. Not too much. Do a lot. Just give yourself a break in everything. And, and when it comes to money, you don't have to know everything. It's okay if you've ended up in a position where you've got credit card debt. It doesn't mean you can't have goals. It doesn't mean you just have to put everything on that on that credit card. If it's not saving, but it's the goal is paying off the debt, we'll, we'll focus on that, but still reward yourself to hit certain milestones. So yeah, I think give yourself a break, but also just, yeah, plenty of forgiveness. If you're focused, you're doing everything you need to do. It'll all come together anyway. Like you say, you get your constitution right. And someone needs to hear this. Your financial past does not dictate your financial future. You need to forget all the mistakes you've made and go get it. I just want to do that as a story. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess the wash up is there's no right or wrong way. If if it works for you that you can save money by you find some weird thing and it's worked for you, mm. double down on it. Yeah, there's no rules really, right? I mean, you can, and, and the, like the tips we're talking about, they'll work for probably everyone, but how you actually go about it, once it's in practice, you'll tweak that. You'll, you'll make it work for you. Mm. Love it. All right, guys. Thanks so much for having listened, being encouraged with My Millennial Money Express today. Thanks, James Millard. Pleasure. Thank we'll, you. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Pew, pew. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 